We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And for more on the Celtics, we have Brian Scalabrini of NBC Sports Boston joining us here on the Harbor One Hotline. He's brought to you by Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh, and by John Sewer and Drain Cleaning, the name to know when your drains don't flow. Scal, how are we doing? Great. You guys? We're doing well. I'm excited the Celtics are making moves. Uh, they used uh, one of their trade exceptions. They still have another. I'd like to see them make more moves by tomorrow's trade deadline. How do you feel about the Tillman move, and what do you think they have left to do, if anything? I mean, I think they're looking for multiple bodies that can guard positions. So if there's a, if there's a way that they think, you know, you just want a lot of extra bodies during the playoffs. I think you look at our core group, I feel pretty strongly about our core group, but you never know if a guy kind of goes down with an injury, and so from with that injury, you have to, you know, whether it's one game, you know, a sprained ankle, it could be a quarter, it could be a half, you have to have guys to kind of carry that load. So I think they're looking for big guys, like kind of, I say big, I mean just like versatile wings with uh, defensive versatility. So I'm, I'm fine with it. Scott, one name that's been out there is one that's familiar to Celtics fans, Kelly Olynyk. I know he's making somewhere around like $12.2 million here, so it would be an undertaking to try to bring him back. Do you think it's realistic that they could bring him back at the trade deadline? I don't know if they can get to that number. If, if, if you don't trade your top six guys, I think it would be really difficult for them to up in, like, you know, a bunch of guys to trade for one guy. So I just don't think structurally that's how that works. And you can't, like, combine, like, a trade exception with a player. So it's, it's really hard to get to that number unless you were going to, like, ship off Al Horford or something like that. So And I, I think I'd rather have Al Horford for this playoff run for, you know, for multiple reasons, the way that he plays and also, like, the like that cultural thing that he's brought – to the team, you know, the, the influence he has over guys and how much I think he's going to play great and how much he wants to win it. So it's, it's uh, I think that'll be a hard number to get to, 12, that 12.5. Uh, Scal, Stevens went to Memphis in this trade. Are there any other guys at the end of the bench maybe that you wouldn't want to see get moved if a deal were to come about? Is there anybody that you think they should uh, make a point of keeping? Depends on the deal, to be honest with you. If, uh, if you have to trade three guys away to have one guy that you upgrade, that's what you do. It's just the way it goes. And if you believe that, um, you know, if that, that a guy can make more of an impact in a playoff series than another guy, you do it. But it has to be greater, like much greater. So it, let's, let's just piece together uh, Kada, who's playing pretty well for his minutes, uh, Pritchard and Hauser. You put those three guys together – you got to get a stud that's coming in that understands his role, that wants to be a part of this for long term, not just for a, a one-year rental. You wouldn't give those guys up for a one-year rental. So, if if it is if it is an amazing deal for the Celtics, short term, long term, then you got to think about it. But if it's not, I don't think you upset the apple cart. No way. Those guys, you could tell like when Hauser makes the shot, 
or when Peyton Pritchard's out there, everyone on the bench is like rooting for those guys to do well. So I don't think that they would do something like that. Scal, we saw Marcus Smart return to the Garden uh, the other night. He didn't play, uh, but he was honored. Uh, we've also seen uh, our pal Gary Washburn over at the Boston Globe uh, wonder if the Celtics could retire uh, his number in the rafters. How do you how do you feel about that? I mean, I think for the Celtics, it's pretty um, cut and dry. You win a championship with the team. I think there's a there's a chance that you can get your jersey retired. So I'm not sure that like if this was a different if this was a different team, I I see Marcus Smart in the rafters of a different team of what he did. Like the the standards are really high with this organization, so I'm not sure that uh, with this team he would qualify. Scal, have you seen the buzz about Jalen Brown participating in the dunk contest? And what do you think that would do for the dunk contest? I mean, it's cool that like star players do it. Um, well, they have it for a while. You know, I know it's cool that they do. I don't. I'm, you know, like, I don't know how much of it, like, like Jalen Brown's obviously his own guy and he can do what he wants to do. But I feel like, I think one of you guys had a conversation about the Kimba Walker thing in an all-star game one time. Yep. I think like doing a three, three, doing a three point contest is all good. Um, doing like, uh, like playing in the all-star game and not getting, you know, ridden 35 minutes, 40 minutes is all fine. I feel like that it's pretty taxing on your body to do a dunk contest. Right. But that's, I don't know if that is or not. That's why I kind of feel like star players, like you got to think, you got to warm up, you got to stretch out, you got to mentally be. It's not like you could just show up and, and, and shoot some threes. Like it's, I think it's really taxing on your body. So I'm happy that he's doing what he wants to do. I know, and I'm not going to, I'm never going to tell anybody you shouldn't do it, but I'd be curious if like the toll on your body for a star player is worth it. But, I mean, Jalen Brown, so far, it looks like he's in incredible shape. He's never the guy that ever slows down, like on a back-to-back, or he doesn't feel like he's ever nursing anything, you know. So uh, if he feels like he can do it, do it. But I just, in my mind, the reason why the Stars have backed out of that is because it's like a really long season, and the toll it takes is probably a lot. Was it taxing on you when you dunked on me in the 2019 media game? <laughs> did I did I dunk on you? You really? dunked on me, yes. And then they played it on NBC Sports Boston on early edition or one of their shows later that night. They played the highlights and the lowlights. Let me ask you a question. Like yeah. when I'm coming down, I clearly have the ball in my hand. You must see. Do you even process all that? Like. What am I doing here? Do you do you think about any of those things? And say, no, like, I'm like Marcus Smart. Is... I just sacrificed my body, hoping I'm getting no, a charge. No, 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 no. If, I'm no, catching no, no, a charge. No, no, no. That's what I'm trying to do. No, no, no. That's you're the thinking, kind of player I am. Uh, you're the, yeah, Meanwhile, right. Wiggy yeah, was right. yelling at me like the entire time, saying we couldn't have two <laughs> girls on the court at the same time. Me and Amanda Flugrad are like subbing in and out one to one. Honestly, it's a good yeah, point by Wiggy. He, <laughs> he was he was all about the MVP in that game. You know, I'm all about the, the win and moving on. But you can't actually be thinking you're going to sacrifice. I'm like 260 pounds. You can't be thinking I'm going <laughs> to sacrifice my body for a media day win. Scal. Now, I mean, that's no way. Scal, were you taxed by needing overtime to beat our team? Did that tax you? Because you needed overtime in that game no, to beat our team. No, but it wasn't. You act like, listen, first of all. Did it go to overtime? You, yes you or no? Like, it, went, it went to overtime. It did. You act like so. Were you tired? Uh, like I, no. You act like I 
am going to go out there and like I have anything to prove to you guys anyway. Well, you're, right? you're dunking I'm on that. I couldn't prove it in regulation. I'm, I'm just there to participate. Now, when Wiggy starts talking and I'm like, all right. I know. Wiggy was talking a lot. Wiggy was talking I mean, how did over, it's very out of character for him. Go? How uh, did overtime you, go? You hit a three uh, in overtime. First, like jump ball, win, get the ball, hit a three, walk off, right? So it wasn't like yeah, I just it wasn't if like if I were you, I just would have done that in regulation. That's all. No, I know. I I think someone else took the main shot. Like, what are you doing? Like, no. So here's the thing: when I play with the stars, I know my role. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. you guys play with me, you should know your role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was on your team? It was like Jay King. Who was who was taking the final shot? It was like Jay King or something. Yeah. I just all remember Jay King was on the floor the entire time. <laughs> He was diving. Everybody, everyone wanting to be the hero. I just want to get in, get out. And I don't want to get anybody hurt, Mego. No. I'm sorry. No, I mean, right. It's why you <laughs> trucked, you trucked Mego. Uh, Ar- <laughs> Arkan had a question not about the media game. Though. Go ahead, Arkan. No, it was not about the media game. It was about the Eastern Conference and uh, the free fall the Bucks are in right now. The Cavs are getting hot. The Sixers are going to be without Embiid for a month. How do you sort of see the uh, rest of the East shaking out here as we get close to the All-Star break? Better, I think. I think better question after All-Star break, because I don't know what's going to go down in the next two days, right? The Bucks. I told you guys day one, I'll tell you all the way through, like, they don't guard. They built their team around having Drew Holiday as their point guard, and then they got Damian Lillard. So they have become like, like look, at Malik Beasley's a good player if he's, if he's standing right next to uh, Drew Holiday. But next to Damian Lillard, like, there's, like, not enough balls to go around, and they don't guard anybody. So that team is flawed. So they got to fix that. I don't know if they fix that. And listen, there's a lot of teams that need scoring, and they'll give up a defensive player. So I, I wonder what the Bucks look like on, I guess it would be uh, Thursday. And we have a and we have a show, a trade deadline special, on NBC. So make sure you guys tune in. But on Thursday at three o'clock, the Bucks could look differently. Uh, just like I think, and I think we had this conversation two weeks ago. Miami sh- struggled when they got Terry Rozier, but I'm all for that trade. Like Miami's a good. Like Terry Rozier, Miami is a good fit, so I could see that working out eventually. Miami might trade Tyler Hero; they might get something, and they might, you know, kind of upgrade their team a little bit. So I think there's going to be a lot of shifting going on. But you're exactly right. Knicks are great. Cavs are great. The improvement of uh, the shooting of the Cavs with um, Georges Yang and my man Max Struess, like those guys, have improved that Cavs offense. They're, they call it your room for error is much higher when you got guys that can knock down shots. Okay, he is Brian Scalabrini. Check out the trade deadline special tomorrow on NBC Sports Boston and commercial breaks of Jones and Mega with Arkan here on WEEI. Scal, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you next week. We appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Okay, sounds good. All right, Brian Scalabrini, as all our guests, joins us on the Harbor One Hotline. The Bucks have been linked to Andrew Wiggins. I was going to ask, we're running a little late, but I was going to ask him if, if Wiggins would be that kind of player, but if the Bucks trade for him, we can ask him next week. Uh, the Knicks are great, he said. The Cavs are great. Uh, the East stinks is what I think. The East is bad. The Celtics better get out of the East. Trade Tyler Hero and get better? What, what? I mean, look, they better get out of the East. Okay, The team I fear the most in the East, I still maintain is Miami. I actually agree with Scal on that. They better get out of the East. Because if we're talking about the Knicks and the Cavs and these are the scariest teams in the East, that's not a good conference. 617-779-7937. We'll get to triple play with your phone calls next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.